TFYLP is brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Visit CapturedPrey.com for all your import and third-party transformer needs and save even more through the Captured Prey loyalty program. Now offering free basic shipping on orders of $150 or more. Great toys, great prices, great service. CapturedPrey.com Mega Toy Fan. Look for Mega Toy Fan at the hottest toy convention near you or online at facebook.com slash mega.toyfan. Mega Toy Fan for all your vintage toy necessities. Let us know you're listening. Whatever social media network you use, give us a mention by using hashtag TFYLP. This is Insecticon Bob. He's doing very well. Very well indeed. That's because Insecticon Bob listens to TFYLP weekly. And Insecticon Bob loves Transformers, as does his missus. You can get TFYLP by downloading from iTunes today. Do not listen to TFYLP if instructed to do so by Chuck Norris. Do not place a listening device into the anus as choking may occur. Please contact a physician if an erection for TFYLP lasts longer than four hours. for your listening pleasure. TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now where did I put that chorus stop? Ratchet, did you take the chorus stop? Welcome to another TFYLP, episode 147. We're going to talk about starting a collection. How do you start a collection? How do you start with your passion? And tonight I'm going to have with me Headmaster Don, who is muted or whichever. No, that's okay. No, sorry. There we go. There, there. Okay, there we go. That was not a massy attack. Are you sure? No, no, he is snoozing on the back of the chair for the moment. He is the Good. lion. The lion is sleeping. Good enough. Um, Jim Black, who is drinking, I got him right when he was drinking. Go. Hello, internet. Cough, cough. Hello. All right. Good enough. All right. And Mr. Swift himself. Mike. What's up? <laughs> As he's thinking. I just right. had to, uh, you know, yeah. prolong my introduction like everyone else did. I want to fit in. Well, I wanted to make it a little different because your internet's okay and you weren't drinking a beverage at the time. So I had to make it a little different. So um, we're going we're gonna to start with the news, this, that, and the other. But uh, the focus of tonight is going to be about collecting. 
Uh, how did we amass such such a bountiful uh, amount of crap? Stupidity. I mean, that, that, that's what it comes down to. I mean, you could call it whatever you want, you know, uh, but that's okay. Uh, we'll get to that. So we're going to jump right into uh, with Don and what's new this week? What happened this week that we just have to know about? Uh, well, I think big thing on everybody's mind right now is the announcement from BotCon. Finally, after 20 years of trying, we are finally getting Mr. Frank Welker, the voice of Megatron himself, G1 Megatron, will be appearing at this year's BotCon. Uh, in the past, uh, I've, back when John and Carl was running BotCon, back when Glenn was running it, when FunPub took over, Frank Welker has been the guest they could not get just because the man's schedule is so insane. Uh, uh, Brian Stavage told us several years ago, his assistant told him the one year they thought they were going to get him, Mr. Welker does not know where he's going to be a week out because he has so many things going on. So to get Frank Welker for BotCon – I think it's going to be a really, really important moment in the history of the franchise. Um, There will be a package available that you can buy that you'll be able to get an autograph from Mr. Welker, a picture with Mr. Welker, uh, an exclusive Megatron print, a souvenir pin, and VIP seating at his panel, which will be moderated on Saturday, which is probably a good thing because the entire panel would be him doing voice clips for however long the panel runs for all of his characters. And that, that, uh, although that, 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 true. That, that, that would be entertaining, but it would also be not very informative as far as, because the man's career is just, I'm going to say this, and I don't, I do not mean anything by this, but the legendary, the man is a legend in the voiceover community. So well, let, let me say one thing in this, in your little news segment. Um, I remember when uh, Peter Collin first went to Bakken, oh. and that, that was a big deal. And okay. he became Mr. Cullen, he did not know. Well, wait a minute, he, wait a minute. he became a quasi regular, and then he went on the circuit. I think it's safe to say that uh, Frank's not going to run the same thing. He's not going to be a regular from here on out. I'm going to say that if you oh. want to see him, if you want to get his autograph. You better be there this year. Yeah, because the, the man is just literally working seven days a week on so many. I mean, if you hear a creak behind me in my apartment, Frank Welker's probably doing the creaking floorboard at some, <laughs> at some point. So and yeah, he's, he's always into something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that so if you if you don't if you were on the fence about BotCon, that right there I think would make a lot of people decide, hey, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to go, this is the year. Well, here's how I look at it, all right? And those people that know me, I'm going to tell you that you're going to have plenty, plenty of chances to meet him. So don't go this year. That way the line I have to stand in is not as long. But, you know, that's just me which being is, a little bit selfish. But, I mean, yeah, that's, Which is the exact opposite of what you just said. So. Well, I'm trying to be honest here. I'd rather no one showed up and then I could go right to the front of the line. But that's not going to happen. The truth of the matter is, is this might be your only shot. And I know that. And that's why I'm going to be there bright and early. Simple as that. 4 a.m. Well, whatever it takes. 
All right, uh, next bit of news, Star Saber. We've known he's been coming for a while. Uh, the pictures coming out of Takara have been nonstop since the final production run created. He's out. And it looks like, based on early numbers, Star Saber was the best-selling toy in Japan for the week of its release. So yeah. a, a character that I've actually heard some people say – that's not a G1 character. And I just look at him as like, go away. Just You need to go somewhere away from me because whatever you've got, I don't want. <laughs> Star Saber, he's as G1 as you. Basically, he's Sky Ultra Magnus. If you look, basically, he's basically Sky Ultra Magnus. No, but I, uh, it's... I, I think he's a prime. I think he's more towards a prime. Well, I'm but saying as far as toy-wise. If the helmet was blue. Um... Here's what I look at, okay? I got him in. All right, here Ooh. he is. Let me back up a little bit because he's freaking huge. All right. All right. Die cast. Um, there's some die cast back here. These are die cast. I mean, it's it's enough die cast that he will. There you go. He'll stand. There he goes. He'll stand. Um, I haven't tried the dynamic pose yet. Let me see here. We're going to do this live and see what happens. Please don't have him punching the ground. No, but the one that everyone does is the Van Dam. He is a little top-heavy. Let me see what happens here. There we go. Oh, he's almost got it. Almost. He's almost made it. But, you know, he... I think if he had a little bit more, nope, nope. There you go. Hard to see, but that's the karate kick. There he, he is. Just, he just kicked Death Cyrus into into next week. That's right. Which well, actually, here you go. There we go. Now you can see. He is kicking. Ah, Road Caesar. If any, if any toy needs a good kicking, it's Road Caesars. Well, there you go. So, yes, definitely very nice. There's good articulation, as I just showed you. That's a good Kick out, this, that, and the other. If you look at a couple of reviews on them, like I did, there's a lot more features. And the best thing is, in my opinion, look at this. Double-handed sword. Yes, and you can even you can even get him to where he's pulling the sword out from his backpack. Now yeah, this please. is based on Energon Wing Saber, right? Yeah. I, I am going God. to reach. Oh, oh. no, it's more, more like. Oh my God, we've got we've got negative viewers now. We actually have negative people watching the the show right now. That's are, that's are they are they unwatching? They're unwatching. What does that happen? I don't know, but you know, the, our live feed here, so we don't have negative viewers watching. Our stream is just going straight into the dead universe. Pretty much. Uh, but also, now, I have not researched this, uh, but it appears that G1 Victory Leo will fit on Masterpiece Star Saber. I, I, I've only heard about this. I've not had the chance to research it yet myself with my Victory Leo. But for those of you who have a, are lucky yeah, enough to have a G1 Victory Leo, 
How about there this? Are some idiot- How about this? Live on the podcast. If you guys can be entertained long enough, I will see. Okay. Only on TF only on TFYLP will you see a That's right. Because if you look back here, you can see Victory Leo on top of Star Saber. So okay, we'll we'll, we'll find out soon enough. All right. Okay, now Next bit of news is going to be for all you IDW fans uh, at several retailers around the uh, internet, the interwebs. Combiner Wars Ultra Magnus has gone up for pre-order. Uh, most places he's running about forty-six ninety-nine, uh, which is about a little bit more than your Megatron. Uh, and of course, this is the one we saw at Toy Fair that includes minimum uh, minimus ambus. I don't read the book, so I may, if I'm if I'm messing up the name, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, and yes, I know I should be reading the books. I know. Thank you, XV. I know. Uh, they are amazing. I, I bought the Hummel the yes. Hummel bundle, and I just finished reading all of them. I thought you said you and, bought uh, the Hummels. They I bought the Hummel, I bought the Hummel a uh, Hummel mumble. I bought the Humble bundle and just finished reading them all. You say and, Hummus. Uh, wow. That's some good so. Stuff. Uh, now, personally, I have Masterpiece Ultra Magnus. I have Citizen Stack. I have City Commander. So my Magnus quotient for me personally right now is filled. So I'm not pre-ordering this figure, but I know a lot of my friends are. So And it looks great. I'm just sort of Magnus is out right now. <coughs> but I'm, I'm sure this is, a, this is a big thing for a lot of people. Uh, you know, th- those who don't have the connection for Star Saber, this is going to be their big thing coming up. Oh, and uh, just uh, just as a shout out, these last couple of pieces of news have been courtesy of T Formers. Uh, also, uh, from WTF and TFW, we're going to bring up a couple of things as well. Uh, piece that I believe all of us have been wanting since '84 is finally going to be available. Uh, the legendary rumored the figure that someone you knew who knew this guy who had one we've all known him we've all heard the same thing i already got my rc right no <laughs> not rc not rc we are actually getting masterpiece blue blue street mp18b and i believe this this is probably one of the other, if Frank Welker had not been announced for BotCon, I think this would have been the news of the week because everybody has wanted a blue blue streak since the toys came out in '84. It's a lie. It's, I wasn't well, even alive. We well, you're just wrong. <laughs> he meant he meant everyone who's important. Oh, yeah, yes. That's, and, that's who get, and, and who don't get and who don't get Saber Wingsaber homages mixed up. Yes, uh, thank you. But that was the, uh, <laughs> that was just special yeah. for you guys. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, next time which, which by the way, uh, just to let you know, uh, Lamont Howard is very upset about and says I shall I should thrash you later, which we shall do that later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blue streak looks. Well, I know. What do y'all guys think? Because you know uh, of this blue streak. Believe it or not, 
out of all the Diaclone reissues, um, Diaclone, whatever you want to call, um, incarnations of any Transformer that I have, I do not have a blue, blue streak. Are, are they that hard to actually get? A blue, blue streak is extremely hard. I have a power a powered convoy i have a big powered um star saber victory leo i have all this those are the ones you know death stars all that everyone talks about oh my god those are the big ones a blue blue streak is incredibly hard to find incredibly hard supposedly the rumor has been for many years since since fans started getting together at BotCon and trading stories, and when the internet started getting actually usable, that some blue blue streaks from Diaclone before the paint jobs had been changed for the U.S. market were actually put into blue streak packages. I've never seen one that wasn't a Photoshop or a custom, and I got a feeling that. Megamus would have one by now if that was the case. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I can tell you that a lot of the groups and the circles that I talk to and trade from, no one, no one has been able to confirm that that's true. And and but some of these people actually have one. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a blue blue streak, but to actually have one in U.S. packaging, yeah. But th- th- that's probably that's probably one of the oldest rumors that the fandom has going back to um, the very far. Uh, yeah, rumors. because I was thinking about the um, um, Terracons in the U.S. packaging, um, but that that came later, and that was a yeah. farce. Um, there's a couple others, uh, but but no, that one I, I would say that's probably the oldest and. I have yet to even uh, any no no one has been able to establish that any truth to that that I know of. So, uh, but yeah, but that uh, I, I, I said get right now is, is didn't they do an alternators or a vinyl tech one? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the vinyl tech racing one, the first one that came out, the first the first one that came out with. There you go. As um, a matter of fact, the e hobby one was still the um the black hooded um silver one. So even in US packaging or you know, a, a G one design, should I say, we've never had one. So the closest thing would be that vinyl tech one. In my opinion. Well, Yep. So everybody, you know, I've pre- I've already pre-ordered it, and uh, that's going to be an awesome-looking piece for the shelf. Uh, another piece of news coming out. Two two more pieces of news that came out is that we have we have official packages, official in package and headshots of the two missing aerial bot and stunicons from Wave One. Slingshot and Wild Rider, known now as Quick Slinger and Breakneck, uh, we've seen pictures, we've seen impacted pictures and loose pictures of these new characters. So those of y'all who wanted an actual, completely G1 Minosaur and Superion, we're going to be given, and they look pretty good. 
Now, um, I, I was curious about that. Um, I, I don't get into the Combiner Wars stuff, but I know that there's some short-packed figures, and a lot of people are out there just jostling and trying to find these. But in your opinion, I mean, there's going to be plenty. There's yeah, going to be enough for everyone to go around. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think this is going to be like a million publishing trying to get Ghost Shooter or trying to get you know, stepper or something like that. Uh, I'll I'll be honest. I don't have I don't have way two yet, so I can't really say how off road looks in place of Wild Rider. But but with Alpha Bravo, I like Alpha Bravo breaking up the sameness of the Aerobots, and that's not a slam against the Aerobots. But the Aerobots are visually one of the most boring teams because they're literally all the same silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Other than Silver Bolt, of course. So I mean, having an Alpha Bravo in that does break up the silhouette a little bit. But if you want, you know, if you want your slingshot in there, we're going to have them. Uh, so I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting these. I don't think they're they're a must-have unless you just prefer a G1 Minotaur or Superion. But it's been nice to get them. And the last bit of news we're going to cover again from WTFTFW. Thank you guys for posting this uh, for everybody to look at. Apparently, Paramount, who we all know does Star Trek, uh, they also do a little thing called Transformers. They're looking at expanding the Transformers cinematic universe. Now, what this means, what it could mean, ooh. But <laughs> they're gonna I do mean, another movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we can, we can, we can, we can kind of. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, surprise! Another movie. But could this mean side stories? Could it mean prequels? Could it mean? I sure hope not. You oh, know, it, 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 it could be. Are we looking at basically the, the Star Wars expanded universe for Transformers? Is that what we're looking at here? Maybe. I don't know. But there could be. There could, uh, how about a movie verse version of Rescue Bots? <laughs> At this point, anything's possible. As long as they stay away from my sacred cow, I'm fine. Well, if they are looking at branching off into different things, and uh, y'all guys tell y'all guys talk about this. If they're going to do a movie verse Beast Wars, this would be the place to try it out. That could be interesting. Uh, I think uh, that's what you get for your Energon Wingsaber staff. Energon Wingsaber. Perfect. Yeah. Or my yeah. Favorite, one, of, one of my favorite series. The original R.I.D., a movie R.I.D. series, an alternate universe take, something like that. that. But, but in the in the movie verse, Ultra Magnus isn't a douche and he's a nice guy. That's that's. So, and he has all the time. <laughs> so uh, he can deal with that. He, he can deal with that now. He has a new toy coming. He's full of confidence. <laughs> yes. He's, he's also full of tinier men. 
He's always been so full of men. Uh, yeah, on that note, uh, <laughs> that's, there's a lot more news out there. Again, thanks to just two of the sites, T-Formers and WTF, I mean, TF2005, about the wrong name there. A lot of news out there this week. If there's anything you thought we should bring up, use Twitter with the hashtag TFYLP. If you want me to us to bring up at a future episode, just toss it up on Twitter and let us know. We'll bring it up if you think it needs attention. But Megamus... With the with the news out of the way, how is the signing going? Well, Joe, you got time. Now that I got that out of the way, here we have just to show you uh, an example, which I know this has been done before, but this is uh, G1 Star Saber, <laughs> and here is the new masterpiece Star Saber. Aha. So there you go. That's about a size by size comparison. It's not overly bigger, um, but but it is a little bigger. And um, but he's a little less pudgy. He is, especially the face. Look at the head. Holy crap! They made a big head on him. No pun intended. But anyway. Um. Well. So there we go. And we're still going to go, uh, we're going to make sure that that does combine and do all that stuff and all this little hoopla and all this stuff. But you're going to have to stay tuned for that. So um, the next thing I want, we were going to talk about is collecting. And I, uh, we're going to start with, with uh, Michael Swift, who would be our youngest collector and tell us about your collecting habits tips anything to help someone who's starting right now from scratch who wants to get the good stuff how do you go about getting the good stuff well let's see so starting from scratch uh knowing what i know now i would say you know Choose something and stick to it. Uh, I, so when I started, of course I started with, uh, you know, I, I say I started with Beast Wars, but I was I was a kid at the time. I bought the stuff to play with it. Um, but I mean, I still have a few of my childhood like Beast Wars left. So, um, but my interest in Transformers never waned. Um, and I really started collecting around R.I.D. Uh, the first one, and you know, I, I think the t- common tendency when everyone starts is let's buy everything. You know, it's a transformer on the shelf. Uh, let's buy it. Because um, I know I went through that for the longest time, um, and it wasn't until I don't know two years ago or something like that that I decided that it was unsustainable. To have that mentality. So if you want to, I mean, starting off right from the bat, you know, maybe sample around a little bit if you're not sure what you want to stick to, but find something you want and stick to it. Um, I mean, and it's going to evolve. I mean, I have, you know, animated Beast Wars classics, um, you know, that I'm all actively buying, but 
and that has come down from when I used to have Armada, Energon, Cybertron, um, movie verse, and all this stuff on the shelf. Um, so that's the biggest tip I would have for any collector is um, don't try to get it all because this isn't Pokemon. <laughs> true, true. Would you say that uh, with the the amount of things out there, you're going to have to have an idea of what your limits are? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, because I mean, and it comes down to the same mentality that from the very beginning, you're going to see things that you know that you've never seen before and you want it and you're want you're gonna want to go buy it. Um, I know when I started I was looking at you know G one toys and all this stuff and um you know, G one was always out of the out of range when I was younger. Um, but you you really want to you're you gotta fight that urge to go out there and and you know go on eBay and buy something especially if you <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing uh, or you don't know what you're looking at really because you know just because it's old doesn't mean it's worth the price that you're seeing well I um, just to, as an example when I first got into collecting brave I had moved up to, I was starting with Dagwon since that's my favorite brave series and my favorite brave mecca mm-hmm. and I knew saying you know just have to be dangerous and I paid about $75 for what I thought was the real Galaxy Shuttle, the Thunder Shuttle and it was it was a high quality KO but it was still a KO so I wound up paying 30-40 bucks more than it was worth at the time because I thought I knew what I was looking at and I didn't so do your research well we've always said that yeah. You know, and if you're not sure, if you're not sure, ask us. I mean, we're not the be-all of collectors, but we do have some experience. Ask us or get on uh, any of the Facebook uh, pages. There's a ton of them. Ask people before you jump in and pay God awful amount for something that you're thinking of and it's not what you want. I mean, that we've, we've said that all along. Always, always ask first before you you spend the money. Absolutely. And we'll be more than happy to help you. You know, plus a lot of the boards out there, uh, T-Formers, TF2005, Cybertron, all the major boards, there are forum groups where people ask, what is this? Is this legit? Is it a KO? So you so you've got the resources out there. It just because uh, it's not like back in when I was collecting, you don't have those resources and you're flying blind. All right. Exactly. There are, uh, there, there are a few uh, few collectors I've seen that have actually compiled uh, actual uh, like guides and like broken down uh, ways to spot uh, different knockoffs uh, and, and things. Uh, you know, different items trying to pass themselves off as the odd. Authentic genuine article uh, variants, 
you know, and, and things like that. Uh, one that comes to mind is one that was uh, done. Uh, I think it was I am Ratchet that that uh, put that together. Uh, but it, it deals with a lot of Generation One figures and uh, th things to look out for, like uh, the, the the font on the packaging, uh, you know, the, the coloration around the, the plastic window, and, and just just different odds and ends. Because a lot of those KOG One figures, on just initial glance, are they look right? Mm -hmm. Just you know, I mean. But, uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, James. Oh no, I, I was just saying that they're they're passed off as as remakes, uh, as opposed to just generic knockoffs like you get maybe a Dollar General or uh, you know Baywatch or whatever, uh, and, and that they're they're actually attempting to be passed off as the authentic uh, original item. Now, there's a, yeah. Uh, there's a story a couple years ago that an online retailer had bought some Cyclonuses, mm -hmm. Cyclone I, I uh, and thought thought it was a warehouse find because they were it was done so well that they thought it was just literally a warehouse find of old stock figures, and it turned out to be the first wave of the the high quality KOs. Yep. So, you know. Even the even the even the people that know can be fooled if they're if the research isn't done. Nobody's perfect, but trial and error. That's how we learn and grow. Yeah. Yeah, but the difference is is um, back when Don and I were collecting, and we didn't have all this wonderful internet and information highway uh we only knew when we did meetups or conventions or that you actually knew someone that was collecting also and you you uh you you told each other what you found out hey i bought this and this is what it said and this is what it actually was and finding the uh diamond in the rough was a much harder harder thing to do yeah, plus dodging all the dinosaurs and active volcanoes to get to the store. Absolutely, you know. That, you know. You know that, and then there was that that, was, uh, that big thing called the wheel. I mean, that was great. Oh, do you, you remember when that came out? That really that, cut our travel time down. Yeah, I, I remember the wheel. Uh, it it actually it, it had a it had a, a grandson, uh, Jetfire. I bet it did. <laughs> Shut up! You're not old enough. Shut up. <laughs> This is our conversation. Let the old people talk. You go sit at the kiddie pool. I'm sorry, the kiddie table. Get off our lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So, okay, so, James, you started collecting a little before Michael, right? Um, my, collecting, my, my collecting kind of evolved out of my just childhood toys. I never really stopped playing with them or went through a, a kind of a, a, a lull phase that, that a lot of a lot of people do, uh, and then they'll get back into it later. I just I was into it as, as a little boy, and I just I transitioned flawlessly uh, over the years. Um, originally, the, the, how, how I first got into it, though, uh, as, as a kid, as my older brother 
uh, had some, he had like some Masters of the Universe and Transformers and things, and he would always get me up at, you know, 5.30 and 6 every morning to, to watch the shows, and, uh, and that there's, there's a few of those figures that I, that I still have and, and still hold on to, and I, I think sentimentality is, is probably a big part of why a lot of people collect uh, different things of what they do. Um, you know, even even younger uh, younger collectors. Um, but but as 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 for me though, um, I didn't really have a whole lot uh, as a kid. But uh, right, right, probably around the, the late '90s, uh, Beast Wars, Beast Machines era uh, is when I started to be old. You know, get a work permit. I was old enough to join the workforce and started uh, picking up different odds and ends things from there. Um, you know, things like. Uh, I don't know, Optimus Minor and uh, R.I.D. Rapid Run, just <laughs> figures like that. It was it was a, it was a fun time to to get into the hobby. But uh, there there were some little uh, some little tips that I learned uh, from my brother. Uh, he he himself isn't a collector, but we just happened to to do this just as kids. Is uh, little little Kmart in Paris, Illinois, that we always went to. Uh, we would want a certain figure, but uh, our parents wouldn't get paid till like the following week. So what we do is we take like uh, you know the I, I don't know the uh, RoboCop or whatever the toy was, and we would take it to uh, you know some off the wall section, hide it behind like some fishing lures or some sneakers or something in a different part of the store, like way back on the bottom shelf. And then, you know, when it came time for us to get a little a, a little money for, for toys, we'd go back, and hopefully the employees wouldn't have found it and put it back. <laughs> Don't do this, people. No. <laughs> we'll see it done to this day. So I know. I we weren't the only ones. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. But, you weren't because uh, when I first started to really collect, um, because it's not as rampant as it used to be. But it used to be that you go into a Toys R Us or you go into a Walmart, and if you were a if you were gonna be a savvy collector, you had to look two aisles over behind all the boxes because someone has probably hidden a transformer somewhere, and you know, if you don't go searching, you're not gonna find it. Very top shelf <laughs> of those upper compartments. I've noticed in recent years, Toys R Us has started zip tying those things shut so people can stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, like um, I remember when I got my uh, when I got my R.I.D. Scourge, um, or Scourge. Yeah. He was uh, my parents found him for Christmas, but apparently he was like far away from any aisle that had Transformers on it. Yeah. Um, like, and they just happened to randomly come across it. And I don't, I think Rid or already by that point was already uh, pretty much faded out because I know that Yeah, Scourge came toward the end. Yeah, because uh, I know this was at the same time that the reissues first mm-hmm. came back to Toys R Us. Yep. Um, I got Ultra Magnus and uh, Scourge that very same year. But yeah, it was, uh, someone had hidden it and my parents just happened upon it and bought it because they were like, we don't think he has this. And uh, so sometimes you just got to look in places you don't think you should be looking. (laughs) 
Don't take that wrong. Talk about toy aisles. Yes. Yes. Those Decepticons, they hide in some uh, pretty fun places. Um, first time I ever saw that, that Red Scourge that you were talking about, though, um, it, was, it was kind of funny. It was, uh, it was on a shelf sitting between Generation 1 reissues, Animorphs, 123 Transformers, Beast Machines, <laughs> and Transkeeto and Scavengers from Beast Wars. All on the same shelf. I mean, that's that's well, like five, six years worth of product. Those transkeitos <laughs> and scavengers, though, they're pretty cool. Well, yeah. Now, after the fact, with it, when they were out on the shelf, though, they were on the yeah. shelf. <laughs> yeah, they were. Man, those things were single packed. I don't know. Uh, our, our smoke screen, even. Oh. Same same story. Yeah. But that that was just one tactic, though, is you know hiding them like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I know. I know some people like will hide stuff for their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've had I've never had anyone collecting near enough to me to be able to pull off that tactic. Like you know, go to the toy store. I have it you know stashed away here. <laughs> but I know that's also pretty common. Dude, um, seven by the lingerie. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, just dig through the aisle. No one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> There's more there than meets the eye. Oh, that was a, that was a pun. That, <laughs> that was a was pun. That was that was a pun worthy of me. That was bad. <laughs> so bad it was good. You still laugh. We're easily amused. Yes. We have to. Well, to give you an update. Oh. I've uh. This is just in from our news desk. I've given up on how to try and make this thing combine. So I went to the internet to see if there was a way. Something but, about um, If you look, I'm assuming wow. these are the the tabs they're they're going to use to make their their new Victory Leo. However, the vintage one has a nice flat base and actually clips on the front and the back which do not line up with anything on this figure oh so i'm still trying to figure it out that's it could it be could it be that the internet has lied to us so i mean i could i'm sure i could set them on there Don, don't you dare spread rumors that the internet was illusion. No, I I was just I was just making an observation. I can give you the illusion, but I don't see it. Okay. Now the backpack. Well, you know, people make a lot of money based on illusions. They're called magicians. Oh, there you go. uh, Now the backpack might line up. Now the backpack look like looks like it starts to line up. You look at the backpack. Now the backpack lines up with these two clips right here, right. going over these two pieces here, which is wonderful. But then it has this wonderful little 
crotch grabber that locks underneath. And this boy ain't going to get his crotch rocked over on this. I don't see it happening. Okay. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. They do not connect. Okay. I, I will continue to research further, but well, if you have 100% complete, I mean, it's definitely a G1 victory, Leo, and they just don't seem to line up at all. All right. Well, you know, oh, that's something to keep our eyes on for. But, you know, if they do make a masterpiece victory, Leo, I think I'm it's there. safe to say yeah, that I think a lot of people will be there. I yep. think a lot of people, you know, will be uh and, and here's the thing. If they can find a way that the G one Victory Leo fits, what's that gonna do to the aftermarket at prices of current Victory Leos until they actually announce sure. a new one? Absolutely. Third party kit. <coughs> But that, that I am is, still trying to make sure 100% that I haven't overlooked something. But it doesn't look like they they even come close to fitting. Yeah. Well, James, were you so have you so were you finished? I, I didn't want to I didn't want to jump in front of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's, that's okay. Uh, right. I, I was distracted by the the, the star saber, or was it wing saber? Uh, too. Um, <sighs> <laughs> no, uh, no. There's, uh, there, there, there's, there's so many, so many different ways to to really start collecting, um, and and so many reasons, um, you know, people do it. Uh, I know, I know a lot of folks that uh, they're they're not so much into the toys, except for like maybe their certain favorite characters. There are specific ones that they they just like more than more than others. Uh, and they'll they'll only collect those specific figures and nothing from the rest of the lines. You know, it's like they'll they'll just hone in on those. Uh, there's a buddy of mine lives across town here. He's all about Jazz and Mirage. Those are his two iconic Autobots, and that's like pretty much it for him. He'll go a little bit into some of the others like Brawl, but uh, not not too much uh, outside of that. Uh, but then, like like Mr. Swift was saying, you know, there, there's there's also people that you know get absolutely everything that's on the shelf and, and get overwhelmed. Uh, but ultimately, I, I think it boils down to, to your your taste. Uh, if if you want, you know, a house made out of plastic, or if you want just a couple figures on the entertainment center, then really just how how dedicated you are to the brand. But uh, you know, uh, people uh, people work uh, extra hours, uh, second jobs to support their hobbies. You know, which you know, which which is sort of an interesting. It's sort of a it's sort of a two razor edged sword. If you're working a second job to pay for your hobby, have you gone too far in the collecting? Or is it smart that you're doing something above and beyond what you need to do 
to enjoy what you're buying, but your, your regular job still pays for your bills. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, I, it depends on how you look at it. Right. Well, I, I look at it as how else are you spending your money? Are you spending it in other ways that may not be, may not be as productive? Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, this is a good way to go. So it's it, it's not the right choice for every single person just to say, how much are you spending? How much do you make? Well, that's this is how much you should be devoting to this. It, it doesn't work that way. Because, you know, you know, it's different you, for every person. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're collecting, say, Star Wars figures, and you only buy the three and three fourth inch Star Wars black figures, then you know you could you can budget fifty dollars a month and get five figures a month, give or take. But if you're buying uh, hot toys, sideshow toys, and you're getting their their twelve inch figures, you well, Magnus, you've got a couple of those, right? A couple toys, a sideshow toy. Couple twenty. So that's not something you can just readily say, "Oh, I'm going to run out next week and buy the Keaton Batman or the Keaton Joker." The difference is, um, I still have my house. I still have my car. My kids are fine. They have wonderful, you know, brand new shoes, all this, that, and the other. If any of those things didn't come to pass because I was buying these things, then I wouldn't. It's different. It's different for every person. Priorities. It's Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Uh, well... Being the oldest of the group and been collecting longer than, mo- than most everybody else, longer I kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was both lucky and cursed. I was born in '70, but I really, the first ten years I was alive, I toys weren't that big of a thing for me. It was really only until the mid '80s is when I got to be 14, 15 years old, and that's when everything hit. I grew up in one of the best toy decades, and again, I was in my I was in my mid teens at the time. Transformers, GI Joe. Although I wasn't a big GI Joe fan, Visionaries, Mask, GoBots, everything that's nostalgic now started at that time in the eighties. So I was I was even before I was working a regular job. I was working with flea markets with my parents making money on my own, and I was buying stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started collecting things. I have a complete carded selection of carded visionaries, plus a second loose set for display. I've got GoBot. I mean, I have some of all these lines. Of, I don't have any Brave Star or stuff like that, but I, I, I just started collecting everything because I, it was also awesome. We had never had stuff like we had toy cars and plastic Indians and Hot Wheels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then we get all these. Then we get GI, all the stuff I mentioned. We get all this kind of stuff. And since I had some disposable income, I wanted it all. And that was kind of a detriment to me because now my collection is so big, <laughs> I can't enjoy it. It's hard to enjoy any one piece because. Well, I will turn my laptop here. 
that's my desk. This is stuff, you know, now some of the things that I'm sorting through, you know, you know, we lost JD Church last year on a Radio Free Cybertron. So some of the stuff I'm sorting through, trying to get it ready to sell to raise money for his widow for expenses. Well, a lot of it's mine. And yet I'm still buying a lot of different lines. So I, I am trying to parse down what I am buying on a regular basis, but it's difficult. When you grow up with all this stuff and you collect all these great lines, making yourself say, okay, I'm not going to buy this anymore. I'm not going to buy this. I'm only going to focus on X or Y or Z. It's very difficult. So if you're starting a collection right now, not because of what's just in the stores, but you have so many toy options. Now, I don't do a lot of the special niche figures like – Vangelis does Glios, you know, things such as that. You have the Kickstarter from Play With This 2, which looks to be a very incredible line of figures. You've got all, you've got all the NECA stuff that you can get online. You've got figures with Common Rider and Super Sentai. Mm-hmm. So it's stuff you can't buy in the stores, but it's still out there that you can get with a click of a button and a PayPal account. So my advice on starting a collection is don't set your laptop on something that rocks. And 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 two, what gives you the most pleasure? Is it Transformers? Is it GoBots? Is it Visionaries? Is it NECA? Is it whatever? And say, okay, I want just these figures. Maybe it's only select figures. Like, Nicholas, I'm sure you don't have every every Hot Toys figure. Oh, no. <coughs> Sorry. So just pick one or two lines you like, pick the figures you like, and don't let it be to the point where you can't enjoy your collection because you've got so much that you love. Because mm-hmm. too much love can be bad if you can't find your voice. Mm-hmm. I agree with and, that. Um, I'm going to add a couple of things to that. Um one of the things is, is um, as Don said, we've been collecting for a while now. And one of the things that I'm very happy about is, is this guy right here. Um, and it is, and I don't talk about it too much, but uh-huh. uh, Pepsi Prime, which is autographed by Peter Cullen. Cullen. And which is also why I just have to go to BotCon to get Frank Welker to do the my G1 Megatron to put right next to it. But that's the point. Um, my point being is, is when I first started, I didn't have something like that. I didn't start with that. Um, I had a lot of uh, loose figures from when I was a kid, um, and I never had a Megatron because uh, it was a gun, and I just never could find one. And I, it wasn't until later that I got one and proceeded to break it. And I've had many since then. I've broken many of them. And it wasn't until recently that I got one in the box sealed. And it wasn't until recently that I even knew what a Pepsi Prime was. So, uh, well, I wouldn't say recently, but anyway, uh, through friends. And that's... That was my key thing. 
building relationships with people about the same thing that you guys like everyone likes everyone likes transformers that watches this show he likes transformers all right you've already got something in common when you go to these conventions when you meet people talk to them build relationships mm -hmm. uh you don't you never know uh guy in california might find a collection and it has the piece you've been looking for and because he's a buddy of yours you get it dirt cheap there you go now you got one you never know um the other thing that i wanted to add and this has helped also and i know that i help a lot of people in this aspect not meaning to toot my own horn but when i started out i built a relationship with certain dealers those were the dealers i went to because i knew that the stuff they sold me was legit it was what they claimed it to be and it was a good price i stuck with them and i was able to build my collection that way that's always good uh but now and I, now you guys got forums facebook pages social media out the butt everything um when when they decide to knock something off man it's on the internet everyone knows about it we didn't have that this is how we found out the next convention we went to we all looked at each other and went hey man did you see that they knocked this thing off it looks like this no i didn't well here it is and that's how you did it. You did it face to face. You saw. And then it. someone went, "Oh crap!" <laughs> yeah. And then someone else went, "Oh crap! I bought that thing." And then that's how you figured it out. But my point being is, is you had you have a lot of tools available for your collecting needs. Use them. Use all of them. Build yourself a relationship with with other people. My God, other people. With dealers, with collectors, everything. It'll make it easier, cheaper, and you're, you're going to build your, your collection up quicker. As far as what to do as far as your collecting habits go, I mean, it's like Don said, just, just collect what you like. There's a reason why I don't have every Hot Toys figure out there. And one of the funny things is, is I have nothing against Iron Man, but... Right in the beginning, when they came out with like seven or eight different Iron Men, I said, I can't keep up with that. I'm not going to even try to collect those. And they must have like 20 god awful, you know, different styles of that, of Iron Man. So all, I you, all, you, yeah. all you need is classic 70s Iron Man and Mark uh, Well, but that's just it. So where do you stop? I have one. I have one. I have the, the second uh war machine because it was on diecast and that's it that's all i wanted so i don't have them all but i didn't want them all so i i didn't have that when i first started transformers i had that mentality of i got to get them all and then i got them all and then i'm like i don't want them all so then i got rid of some so what it, what it boils down to is just collect what you like you know that's what it comes down to and it's all social also, one of the things is it's one of the bad things though is with everyone being so social, it's easy to get caught up in the hype for something. Sure. And like, and then everyone says, "Oh, I'm getting this and I'm getting that," and it's like, "Well, I like it, but 
do I want it? And then everybody else is getting it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get it. It's not, you know, oh, and then you I, realize. I gotta get it. You're getting it. I got to get it. You're going to get it. I got it. You got it. Well, you know, I, I got to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like I, I purchased, I have it in route. I have a year of the goat Optimus Prime coming. One of my friends asked me, why the hell did I buy that thing? And I said, maybe oh, because. <laughs> That's a, no, it's like it's a it's a it's a basically a reverse of the G two color. The tanker and the robot are detailed but kind of plain, and all the weapons are neon and colored. So it's sort of it's an inversion of the G two theme. With and I love G two, but the sound wave, I have no desire for that sound wave at all. I would probably. Break that with the Lincoln Park sound wave or something as I don't want. At least it comes with all the cassettes. Oh, mm. no, I, oh, I agree. I'm just saying, as far as deco motif, so whatever, yeah. whatever, uh, but everyone I know, it wants a sound wave just to a degree. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes you like stuff other people don't, sometimes you like stuff they do. You just keep it in check. True. True. All right, I'm trying to get all the uh, conventions and everything lined up here. I don't think to do shout-outs for. I didn't find the one, so. And as always, I'm still having a problem finding the one for the Midwest. Well, we know it's so hard to find. Well, obviously, there's the two main conventions, BotCon in June in uh, not Chicago, but. Outside Chicago, I can't remember the town. Or but, but closer is um, JoeCon. Ah, yes. JoeCon's going to be April 9th through the 12th. We're not all just about Transformers. We're also about kind of the conventions. Uh, JoeCon is April 9th through the 12th, Springfield, Illinois. Uh, it's going to be hosted by uh, Fun Pub, as we all know. So um, it, it's, it's going to be a good, good convention. That's one to hit. Yeah. And I did read that there is going to be some new products shown at JoeCon. Correct. Correct. Ooh. Yes. Okay. And if I can find it. Yep. We have another one called Triclops decided to, uh, to let us know that there is a local meetup, as you can see here, in the New England area. Oh. It's going to be at Kamikaze. Kamikaze, I guess that's how you pronounce it. 407 yeah. Highland Avenue in Somerville, Mass- uh, Massachusetts. Uh, March 29th from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, the Midwest is tomorrow, correct? Yeah. Yeah, the Midwest yeah. comes tomorrow here at Indiana. I'm still also looking for thing for that. But yes. Well, well, since you know where it's at, hit it. Where is it at? Uh, the, the, yeah. I'm there. just going to be there. I don't know where it's at. The, the. Right, right. No, it, it's at uh, Closet Space Collectibles. It's uh, in, in South Indianapolis, not quite to Greenwood, on uh, Madison Avenue. And it's at uh, 11 o'clock. A uh, bunch of us are going to be getting together there. And, and uh, you know, have have a little swap meet. 
probably going to maybe stop by and get something to eat uh, on our way to the new Transformers exhibit at the Indianapolis Children's Museum after that. So that's going to be a bunch yeah, of fun. I'm trying to find the... Uh, well, I've, I've, I've got one ready to go. I've go. got one. Today and tomorrow, it's already, on, already going now. Uh, DairyCon uh, has been around for some, several oh, years. Yeah. I've never... I've, I've never had the chance to go, unfortunately. Uh, I'm usually limited to one trip per year. Uh, but DairyCon is today and tomorrow in Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac Wisconsin. Uh, and, they are, and they are, for the first year, they are allowing walk-ins this year. Sweet. So if you're in the area and you go to DairyCon, that is going on. Uh, also, don't forget, in October, we have the return of TFCon. To the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, of all places, my basically my backyard, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is going to be awesome because I can drive. <laughs> and uh, so, and again, and also the also uh, one one of our own Daniel was working with the people of Shartacon. I'm sure everybody remembers Shartacon. I wasn't able to go, and I've been told I missed one of the most awesome times in the universe. You did. But, uh, they, but they are working together to bring TFCon to Charlotte, so that's definitely going to be on my to-do list because I'll have vacation time again built up. So uh, that's definitely something to look for. Uh, but while Magnus is looking for that, we want to bring up our sponsors. Uh, for all the, all the stuff we've talked about tonight, Magnus and everything else, uh, be sure to check out CapturePrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service, CapturePrey.com. And if you're looking for something a little more retro, a little something, you know, offbeat that you don't find in every 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 corner of the Internet, uh, make a toy fan. Might just have that, that one thing you need to make your life awesomer. And we're going to go with our new, uh, our new slogan, which is I'm make a toy fan. Yeah. <laughs> Maximize your collection with Mega Toy Fan. Yep. That's the, that's the, uh, the new logo that I could not I could not remember. Sorry about that. I like it. It's all right. It's still new. It's catchy. It's coming. Yes. And 50, or sorry, 6025 Madison Avenue, Indianapolis, Indiana. That is where Closet Space Toys is, and that's where the, uh, the meetup's going to be tomorrow. Um, what time is that going to be? Jim. Is it 11 o'clock? 11 o'clock. 11 ish. I don't know if we'll start on time. <laughs> Pretty much just when everybody pulls in and walks in the door. There you go. I believe the store itself actually opens for business at 9. And my understanding is, is they're going to pull back a bunch of G1, Transformers, Transformers stuff just for the meetup. So you definitely want to be there and see what they have. Yeah, I've, I've not heard what items. Uh, I've, I've heard some some rumors of, of a couple things uh, that might be in the in the circulation in there, possibly maybe a, a combiner of some kind, a light blue spark truck. I don't know. Um, there you go. So, sounds like they got some pretty good stuff that they're uh, going to be offering some some discounts and things uh, for the meetup. Sounds like a good place to be. If you're in the area, check it out. If not, make the road trip. It'll be fun. Can't be too far away. I don't know. Come see the Transformer exhibit at the Children's Museum. That might be worth the Well, trip. that's the other thing. You guys are going to go see that too afterwards, yes. aren't you? 
Oh, I'm uh, very much looking forward to that. Hey, Megan, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up one thing that just brought to my attention on Twitter. Uh, it wasn't yeah. directed at us, but oh. uh, it was directed to on one of my feeds. It was uh, uh, Barricade64, who's a friend of uh, Superhero Time uh, and uh, RFC, just announced that there's a lightning deal at Amazon. For those of you that like Power Rangers, uh, y'all know that last year we got uh, the Red Red Ranger with Tommy Shield, the Armored Red Ranger, and apparently it's eighteen dollars right now on a Lightning deal at Amazon. So I just wanted yeah. to bring that up to any Power Ranger fans that uh, might be listening. Yeah, it's a great it's a great figure. Yep. So it's not Lightspeed Rescue, which is of course is the best series. You know, but that's just, you know, my opinion. Yeah. I was partial to the original, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, light speed and RPM. I'm kind of torn between between the two, so. Dio. <laughs> well, I've got Pyramid Minus. He's, he is the best carrier sword they did. Okay. Was but, yeah, it's what's the competition? Titanus and Tor. Exactly. Tor's a box. Titanus, what a name. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into that. Right to say. Yeah. But, uh, in any case, um, we have anything else? We did the news. We did the uh, uh, collection. Uh, what else we got? Anything? Uh, well, did we, I'm trying, did we mention Dystopia last week? As being available from Make Toys, I can't remember. I don't think so. Um, Doesn't matter. We'll we'll say it again. Hit it. Okay. Uh, for the for the for those of y'all that remember, Make Toys did Utopia, which was their version of Metroplex. They are coming out, and it's available for now pre-order at their website, Dystopia, which is colored as Metro Titan, as everybody remembers, was basically a Decepticon version of Metroplex. Uh, that appeared in Battlestars, I believe it was. Yeah. Battlestars. Um, so it's uh, $379.99, I believe, is, is, is the price. Uh, so it, which is going to be a lot cheaper than a boxed Metro Titan, uh, prob- probably. Uh, so I just wanted to bring, because that's, that's got a lot of people's attention. It's, it's, in, it's in the buzz and a lot of people that I talk to who really want that figure again because you're not going to get a Metro Titan for less than 400 bucks. True. So I just wanted to bring, I just wanted to bring that up. Well, good. All right. So did anyone get anything new lately? Anything new? <laughs> I, just you I, the, had this, uh, I had this coming. Star Saber. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got the cool thing. Yeah. But, uh, I got this in from Hasbro Toy Shop. I bought it last week yeah. on last week's episode. Um, yep. So uh, I I had previously, you know, bought Optimus, and so it made me really worry about Motormaster. And while he does his torso mode still suffers, I do think that the figure works better as Motormaster. And as uh, as Minasaur than it did as Optimus and whatever his combined mode is supposed to be called, Ultra Prime. Yep. So uh, 
Yeah, I got that in. It's pretty good. His head sculpt is pretty awesome. Uh, too blurry to see there. Focus. Focus. There you go. Ha! Ah. Ah. Uh, yeah. He's uh, pretty good stuff. And uh, yeah. I uh, I went on a a, a Leo Prime kick. <laughs> Two of them. Yeah, I got two Leo Prime. Ah, uh, the uh, the Le- the Leo Breaker mold and the uh, Thunder. Uh, Thunder Tron. Tron. Yeah, Arms Micron. Thunder Baron. That's not right. Yeah, I had gotten. Uh, I had recently bought a bunch of stuff from Duran and uh, or Duran, but uh, I had gotten uh, a Shining Lyo Convoy, and it made me sort of. Uh, Lyle Convoy, crazy. Okay. Well, I'll be honest. Uh, the Thundertron mold is not one of my favorites, but I love the way it looks as Leo Prime. Yeah, he does look really cool. Yeah, that works really well. Oh, and he comes with a little moon sword, uh, which I the find Sailor Moon knows he stole that from her. <laughs> not Sailor Moon. Moon from Beast Wars the second. You guys know of this character, right? Yes. yes. I have the toy. <laughs> you do? Yes. I have, a, I, have, I have a moon. That's no moon. It's a moon. The, uh, what is it supposed to be? Some sort of space rabbit? Not a rabbit. I don't even know. Space Usagi. It's like a raccoon, isn't it? So, so Bucky O'Hare then. Yes. Okay. okay. I would go with that more. Well, you know, paint him green. Paint him green, and that would work. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, James? I don't have one. I mean, an opinion. Keep it. Oh, oh. Have you got anything new? <laughs> I thought you meant a green rabbit. I'm like, what? Well, no, I, I don't have an opinion uh, on nothing. No, man. Uh, as as far as uh, things that are new. Man, that this this week has been good to me. I've got I mean, I'm a little bit behind. I'm I'm playing catch up here because I've I've been in a weird way the past year. You're playing mustard, drag strip, Alpha Bravo, uh, was it skydive, power glide, blackjack. Uh, let's see, the new Armada Star Scream, scoop. Which scoop is awesome. The new Roadbuster, the new Whirl, which those two are amazing. I love those. Rhinox, which took forever to get the panels in place. Oh yeah. Rat Trap, ditto. Both of those, by the way, the uh, Japanese version, much better. Just letting you know. Um, I don't know about the Rat Trap. Oh, I didn't mind it. I. I had to, to do a little bit of altering. I don't know how well you can see it, but I ended up having to paint the face a bit because he he's, he had to have the red mouth and the teeth. I had to look. Here we go. See, much better, much better. Just just a nicer, nicer. Especially Rhinox. Rhinox, the Japanese version was just hands down better. And then everybody's favorite, Waspinator. And the Waspinator Japanese version was much better too. Sorry, but... Mm, I don't know. I have to yeah. see him in person. I'm content. 
I like them both. I'm content with what I got. It works yeah. for me. Well, the difference is, is that's only fifteen dollars, and I think the Japanese was what thirty-five, forty. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would have, I would have sprung for it if, if Takara had released, uh, like maybe the Predacon version, of Rhinox, and that's what I really want. Someone give me a Predacon Rhinox. Well, there's a there's a Vehicon version. It's tank war. Ugh. Oh no! I want the one from the episode where they made him a Predacon. Where but he you know, I'm, I'm 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 kind of surprised we've not heard of that as a store or a Wonderfest exclusive because that's something so niche specific that only that mold could do. Obviously, it seems like it it would be some kind of fan a, a show exclusive or a Japanese store exclusive to get Predacon Rhinox, like yeah. all those mini cons were. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Can, can wag, you know. I remember that one episode. He uh, blew Megatron through the, uh, the wall of the ship. Yeah, the low road. We yeah. have to come up with something. We can't end on that. All right. Okay. Can't end with an well, end. That, no. that that Rhinox okay. is going to be disaster in five to ten years. Uh, well, well, Magnus, well, as, as all of his it? panels dry rot. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, I just made your, you uh, sad. It made me sad when I thought about it, too. Now he's, he's made of certain stuff. He'll be okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do Shapeways. It'll work. <laughs> what did you get, Magnus? Oh, Star Saber. Uh, Star Saber. Wing Saber. Shut up. Star Saber. But does he form pants for Optimus? I can make that form if pants you, for Optimus. If you smash them together hard enough, yes. <laughs> I, I think that's accomplished about the bubble. So, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, uh, the only other thing, and I talked about it last week, was uh, going to um, uh, Lexington Comic Con, and I picked up, I got my. Uh, Jeremy Bullock signature on my 12-inch Boba Fett. So that was like the highlight of my month so far. Other than that, that's pretty much it. Kind of on the uh, down low. Let's see. Well, I, I think I may have mentioned this last week. I picked up uh, Solo Chagokin and Gal Gygar. Uh, yeah. Kind of right. to, yeah. Uh, I picked up Star Save. I have a, master, a Figure Arts Master Asia. Coming in because we know G Gundam is the best Gundam series, with the possible exception of Field Fighters. Uh, I also have incoming the Hero Good Optimus Prime, and I picked up a Alternative Bonsai Tron for twenty dollars shipped. Wow, not bad. So uh, that was that was kind of that was kind of like as for, it, it may not be the best figure, but I like the way it looks in those colors. But as far as the best deal, that's the best deal I've gotten in a while. Good. Hey Don, the the, the year the year the goat Optimus. That's the is that the uh, laser rod Optimus uh, mold? Yeah, yeah, that's the one in the in the copper and clear. Yeah, and the hot pink. Yeah, right. I I I still don't understand what's with all the translucent and weird colors on the the year of the dot 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 you know figures. I haven't and actually. Where are the goats? Dragon I mean... snakes and goats. Oh my. Well. I haven't seen. I, I was. I've been trying to find an article that somehow might explain how goats symbolically would tie to Prime. 
but I haven't seen anything like that yet. So it may oh. be something. Huh? They all like to so, eat trash. Uh, it, it, yeah. That's that trash one likes to eat it. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe it's something in the native language that would make more sense as far as something translated. But you know, I think it's one of those things like when we had uh, who was was it Rick Alvarez or was it uh Aaron Archer where they said it was probably just an intern. So uh, Rick. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Rick. About the, the Blitzwing and the Astro Train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's... Purple... If we got a moment, let's talk about that Blitzwing and Astro Train. <laughs> I, I love them. Oh, those things are <laughs> ugly as sin. Now, the, Blitz, the Blitzwing things. I like because it's kind of a... It's kind of a thrush-ish, thrush-ish kind of look. But Astro Train, I'm calling him Safety Astro Train. Yeah, but why? The only thing that I can even come close to guessing they would have been inspired by would have been Mock Tackle. And that's that's a stretch at that. Yeah, that would be more than a stretch. There's no way. I know. That's that's the only thing my brain can snap to. Other than that, I'm clueless. Now, here's something else that will blow your mind. What oh. if what if Mockay Toys or uh, oh the two the two Astro trains that have come out recently, uh-huh. Evil Star and Chiguru, what if we get a repaint of them in this safety Astro Train colors? That would be hilarious. That would be <laughs> hideous. That would be that would be strange. Would be. Oh, and and also Platinum Insecticons. Yes. Seventy nine ninety nine Canadian retail one oh nine. And they're not orange. <clears throat> if they're not you said they're not orange, they would probably be worth more if they were orange at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, so some of these platinum releases lately are just kind of they're well, off well, the wall. Like, yeah, they're, they're just don't make any sense. <laughs> but uh, at some point it. in the future, someone's going to be hunting de- these things down because they were crazy colors that... Yeah. Nah. I, I disagree on, because the... there's too many people going, these are going to be worth money. That's why. It... Oh, I don't mean money. I just mean it's more the ones that, that you don't that persons think like that are worth money. I just mean it more in the you know you have those collectors that love variants, and the more variants they can have on their shelf, the better. And uh, those are the kind of people that maybe not worth a whole lot, but they'll be the ones that want them. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they make one gold and they you know artificially inflate the price by giving it gold plastic syndrome, you know. There you go. That's how you make some money. Uh, well, well, let me let me ask y'all this then. Let me ask y'all this: uh, the Japanese sets coming out in the sets of five. How many of y'all want to see G two colors in in these sets? Because that's something we 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 we've, 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 you know, we've talked about this on uh, RFC. But I just want to get y'all to see if y'all would y'all want to see all these. Because with them coming out in sets, all they have to do is just make a box, a G2 box for these sets, and just keep all the same contents. 
do y'all want to see those? I mean, or do y'all, or would y'all, would y'all rather see see the money goes where new molds? There, there would be so many possibilities they could just take and run with any of those uh, in in G two scheme. Uh, I mean, Devastator alone, you've got the green version, you've got the yellow version, and then you've got the orange version uh, on top of that. Plus a Diclone version if you wanted to get kind of retro right. on that as well. I, I guess if you want to do that or like the Mr. Hard Hat or whatever. Uh, oh, I have wanted that for years and never could find one. Right, but, but as, as far as G2 specific, two of them. That, um, what the heck is Mr. Hard Hat? It's a Zybot. It's a Remco. It's a Remco toy. It's not Rim Code, it's four star. Is it four star? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm thinking of the uh, the others the others The other one I'm still looking for. It's it's devastated because it doesn't get invited to the family reunions. <laughs> I just but I, I, I hope the guy that designed the G two Bruticus box does all the boxes for any of these exclusives. Because I would just it'll be my 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 collector's room. Would be like the wall that BBTS had when Metroplex came out at BotCon yeah. of just all these G2 boxes just piled up in one gigantic diorama. Uh-huh. Yeah, not, not much. Uh, there's there's another possibility there because uh, you know with with the uh, with Hotspot in the in the pipeline, uh, odds are we'll probably get a G2 Defensor repaint out of those molds. Uh, probably a G2 Menasaur, I would imagine, since we got the G1 Menasaur. Uh, scheme. Um, I don't know if we'll get like a like a G two ish off road or if that's kind of a. You yeah. turn him into pyro, and then you make a whole combiner set around, you know, the UK. Yeah. Is it the rescue force or whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, and what is that? Only because you asked. Only because you mentioned. Oh, there it is. That's yep. Mr. Hardhat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh goodness. That would be if I can get these to load. There's the box set. Yeah. Okay. It looks like he has Jetfire's head. It does. If you I've been trying to find that for Seven wave missiles. <laughs> um. Is this a knockoff or something? Or no, yes. these. This is. It was an knockoff company. Oh, knock all out. Right. I thought you and, said I thought you said mock up. No. Sorry. And just just in case you're wondering, this is the resource area in uh, TFW. And if you look, you see if I can find it right here. What's that say right there? Oh, Meg. Yeah. Megamus. Megamus. I got all those pictures. Those are mine. It says me. Yes. I have a couple of them. Shut up, Meg. But yeah, I mean, look at this—a seeker launcher. Yep. With a uh, mirage missile. <laughs> wow. Things awesome. Love it. Yeah. Now, Remco did do one. Let me see if I can find that picture. Remco, I've been looking for. That one's. That yeah. one's Again, no, you mentioned Remco. This is this, Remco did, this is what I was talking about. This is what I was talking about being in the 80s, because you had all – I mean, I, and I saw these on shelves at Rose's, oh if God. y'all remember Rose's department stores here in the South. I saw both of these, and I never bought them because I was just buying Transformers. Rose's? Hey, I love finding one now. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, before Walmart got to be real big in the east and south, uh, like in the, the the Atlantic states, Roses was the dominant discount retailer in the in the in those states. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it, but here you go. Just give you an idea. Since we're on that little kick, real quick. Sure. Big offs. Yeah, the black four star. Uh, get that nice yeah. little wild thing. Oh, oh, oh goodness! Hey, I, I think we found Astro Train's dad. Those colors. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That is amazing. Uh, Here we go. That's actually I, I, a four star sound wave. Sorry, shockwave. Shockwave. Four star. And if you look right here, it's got a handle. So this piece pops off and it becomes a shield, as opposed to the G1, which does nothing. Hmm. Okay. There's the white one, and they did Dinobots too. These are four stars. Yeah. Oh, cool. is that an orange Dinobot? Awesome. Nah, it's well, well, it's it's actually blue. Horse and stuff came. Like is it? So it's safety. Uh, Was that like G2? Yeah. Uh, and then there's a nice, crazy Mega ah. Supreme, and it actually comes with another head that looks like Voltron. It's got a Voltron. It's just a collage <laughs> of crazy. Outside, I think. Oh, yeah. goodness. Broadside in there. What? So, Which the one? torso of Crocker it looks like Broadside. I, I think it's just a plane that they stuck in there. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Well, that's just plain silliness. You yeah, guys always uh, show me the, the strangest things. Yeah. Uh, well, wait to the next one. Right. Megan, check the chat. I found the Rimco combiner, the Zybot oh. combiner. Yeah, I I can never find that. I got a picture of it somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a picture of the back of this box that shows a better picture, but we'll go with this one. They call it multi-force. That's interesting. Yeah, and literally, this guy right here, is sitting right here, and this guy right here is sitting right there, and the rest is two pieces of plastic. That's the chest. <laughs> it's got it's got two cars going opposite ways, and plastic, and that's it. Wow. Okay. Because I remember seeing the combiner on a back end cap at my local Roses for fifteen dollars in nineteen eighty six. And I did not buy it. I I would hate to tell you what that thing would go for now. Well, because and I'm about, but I'll tell you why I didn't buy it, because that was the only store I ever saw deluxe Insecticons available in my area, and they had three of the four. The only one they didn't have was Chop Shop. It took me fifth to find a box Chop Shop. Hmm. Yeah, try and find the others now. Yeah. Zybots are pretty tough to find. Yep. There's actually a few others too. There's um what was the other one called? Uh Racetron, which I have that one. That one was also a four star. It's called Racetron. It was all race cars like uh the Stunticons. Huh. So I mean there's there was just so much out. But so, we're getting off topic. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Collecting. You could collect uh, knockoffs if you wanted to, like I do. See, yeah. when you get all the G1 stuff and all the G1 goodness, and you get bored, 
You collect knockoffs. Vintage, wonderful knockoffs. Goofy stuff like this guy right here. Okay, goofy stuff. Different colors, just goofy. Goofy stuff. Or you'd be like me when you were done with collecting Transformers at the time, you start collecting Brave. Or you get Which is Brave. another nine years, which is another nine years worth of product. There you go. In any case, we got anything else? I think we uh, think we're about done with this one. I think we're good. Alrighty. Well, there you have it. Um, some of the tips. Uh, run through them real quick. Um, be sociable. Get on the websites. Get on the forums. Make sure you know what you're looking for. Get in real buddy buddy with your uh, dealers. That way you can get the best deals. And um, don't spend your money uh, recklessly. Yeah, be focused. Like one thing, stay focused. Absolutely. Yeah, essentials first, fun later. Well, but it's all fun. It's all fun. If you're trying to uh, save up for college or that house or whatever, um, go to the stock market, not this. So there you go. All right. And with that being said, um, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, Mike, got anything last words? Nope. All righty. Jim? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just... I just want to say uh, I'm really looking forward to this uh, Transformer Cinematic Universe they announced, and I hope they bring in like uh, Mask and uh, Robots into it, maybe even G.I. Joe. All right, Don. Nope, just uh, everybody take care. It'll be good. Oh, I have something. Uh, if you want to support the Lost Protectors, go to. Uh, Go to the Kickstarter page for Play With This 2. It only has something like, I think, 30 hours left. Um, so it's hitting the home stretch. It's not funded yet. So, you know, well, it needs some help. Last I checked, I think they had something like 17,000 left to go. They're, they're really close. Yeah. I mean, and it jumped up, it jumped up like 20,000 in the first day. So, I mean, yeah, we can. Seven hours left. So that's, that's just a little over two days left. Good, good. There you go. And uh, one other thing, uh, Lamont Howard decided to throw his two cents in, which is worth a lot. He says, when collecting, make sure you pay your bills first. Yes, priority. You know, words to live by. I agree. Pay your that. collecting bill first. That's right. <laughs> collectors come a knocking. And uh, because take it. Take it from all of us at one one time or the other. All of us have probably had to live on ramen for a couple of weeks. I like or at, least, or, or at least supplement it for that one purchase we knew we shouldn't do but did anyway. It's yeah, not fun. Go. And on that note, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this one up. And just remember, if you're collecting wisely, you don't have to worry about who's knocking at the door. If not, you have to worry about it being the bill collectors or it could be one of us. That being said, we'll see you next time uh, the next uh, TFYLP. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet 
and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha, ha, ha.